This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now on the line, we have uh, Chris McGrath. He is the former president of the Nassau County Bar Association. And Congressman King, you know uh, Mr. McGrath, correct? Um, I'm privileged to know Chris uh, for quite a while. He's an outstanding lawyer, just a great guy, and uh, Real community activist, Chris. Great to have you on. Thank you, Peter. Good to good to talk to you. What do you think's happening with the Supreme Court nominee? Where do you see that going? So I think it's going to go as expected. Um, you got a little preview today from where the Republicans are going to go. First and foremost, they're going to treat this candidate and all candidates with respect and dignity, which the Democrats did not do uh, with the Republican nominees. Second of all, you got a little preview from Senator Hawley from Missouri as to where their focus is going to be. And the focus is going to be really on two big points. One, this judge is too lenient on sex offenders. When she's had the opportunity to follow the federal guidelines, she has chosen not to and gone much less in terms of her sentencing. And the second thing that he's going to focus on, I think, is the Guantanamo Bay detainees. You know, Guantanamo Bay was started after 9-11, and but President Biden has said he's closing it. He hasn't told you what he's going to do with the people who remain there yet, but he's closing it. And they're starting to release bad, bad people uh, out of Guantanamo Bay. So this judge was a public federal public defender there who represented some nominees, which was her job, and that's, that's okay. But where his focus is on, it looks like, is that when she went into private practice, she continued the representation of these people, And I think they're going to talk to her about that. And then, of course, the last step is going to be the high-profile affirmative action case involving Harvard University. And they're going to press her on recusing herself from that since she's a current member of the Board of Overseers. And she's got a real history at Harvard Law School more than just going to school there. Where do you see that going, Chris, as far as having to recuse herself? Why would she have to do that? No, no, I'm saying do you think she will? I do think I think she's going to have to. You can't be on the Board of Overseers at the time you're elected to the Supreme Court. She's a member of the Harvard Club. She's the former director of the Alumni Association and the Harvard Black Alumni Society. And her, one of her kids is going to be a freshman at Harvard. It's going to be hard for her not to recuse herself in a case involving Harvard University. Yeah, I would think so. It would be interesting how she answers that, though. That'll, that'll be tough. But what about there is talk that she supports critical race theory? Have you heard anything yeah, about that? I, I don't I don't know anything about that. And I don't think I don't know if that's even going to be brought up. I didn't hear that today um, at all. OK, well, thank you so much, uh, Chris McGrath, again, the former president of the Nassau County Bar Association, for giving us that update on Ketanji Brown Jackson, Biden's uh, SCOTUS nominee. It sounds like uh, she's the perfect candidate for the Biden administration. Use the word Supreme Court nominee. Half the people don't know oh, what the word SCOTUS is. That's right. Supreme that's right. Court. Half the, lawyers, the, half the lawyers know SCOTUS Supreme is. Court of the United States. Well, Chris McGrath knows. We know that. Yeah, yes. don't he knows everything. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris you McGrath. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, let's take a break. And when we come back. We're going to find out what the heck is going on in the streets of New York. And, and With one is, tough cop. is Albany going to surrender no. 
and is there armor cracked? Are, are, are we going to have safe streets? You know, and we have Bo Deedle. Let's uh, let's take a break first. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than fifty percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 